Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Heat Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, fan-sided DDT. My man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. First one of the decade. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, first of all, happy new year to you and the family. I know it's been a while. I think over uh, almost a month since we did a show. But, you know, the holidays came and, you know, trying to get our schedules together. Uh, a little bit under the weather, both of us. So uh, we are here. We are writing it out. It's Friday, January 17th. As you mentioned, the first show of the decade. Always a pleasure having you on, man. Of course, Randy. Of course. I've been looking forward to this. We have so much to talk about and catch up on after uh, almost a month off, like you said. That's right. I know we, we've been doing this show for uh, for maybe five years. We did not get a new three-year contract, but AEW did. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where we'll start. AEW, uh, a brand spanking new three-year contract, con- a contract on TNT to 2023. Um, also a second, a second AW show will happen. Just not sure if it is on TNT or TBS or when that show will happen. Some are speculating that the show might be dark from YouTube and they'll just, they'll bring that over to, to TNT or TBS, or it's going to be a, a, a whole new second show for the company, but right out the gate, um, does it shock you about the, the the timing of this uh contract renewal the fact that dynamite's only been on tnt for three months and tnt did not waste any time they did not say you know what let's see how a whole year goes before we move further three months new contract three years are you shocked that that this happened no, not at all. This is great news. Uh, I'm not shocked just because in the three months they've been on the air, they have far exceeded what TNT originally expected in terms of doing 500,000 viewers, I think was their original goal. And then they overshot that by almost a million viewers of that first show with 1.4 million viewers. And it seems like they've kind of um, leveled out at around 900,000, which is a great number, um, especially when you consider the last couple weeks, which we'll get into momentarily. Um, They beat NXT by, you know, it it was close there for a while in December, um, coming off Survivor Series season. But ever since NXT took those two weeks off, um, it hasn't even been close. Like NXT has been down 200,000 viewers. Um, They've been doing in the 700,000 range, AEW doing the 900,000 range. Um, But this does not... No surprise me at all. Um, they've done great, you know, viewership for the network. They're profitable, uh, which I'm not sure many companies can say in their first year. I'm not sure if TNA could say that, Ring of Honor, and all the other companies that have started up in the last 15 years or so. But um, 
Now, this is great news for AEW. I can only imagine that it's, you know, upward and onward from here with AEW and the fact that they're on TNT doing business. And the shows have been good, too. I mean, they'll have their flaws. Not every show is amazing. I will say that much. Like last week's show, I thought sucked. was one of their weakest to date. Um, but you can't argue with the numbers. So um, I think it's it's great news. Not surprising. I figured this would happen, considering it's probably one of the more watched shows, if not the most watched show on their entire network um, on TNT. So uh, very cool news to hear this week so real quick uh you mentioned the ratings or we you know we both did for the last three weeks uh since the new year so the january 1st had aw at nine hundred and sixty-seven thousand compared to nxt which i think was like a recap a yearly whatever recap show uh, five hundred forty-eight thousand. yeah um january 8th AEW with 947,000 compared to 721,000 for NXT. And this past week, we had 940,000 compared to 700,000. So both uh, lost a little bit of, uh, of viewership in each and every week. But as you can see, AEW is still in the 900,000 plus mark. Uh, I think they have to be really encouraged about that. Um, but still overall, Graham... You know, AEW and NXT are sharing uh, just about 1.6 million fans. Um, yeah, and then we always come back to, to to this question: like, how how does it get to two, 1.8, 1.9, 2 million? What is it going to take? What does each company have to do in order to build the viewership, as opposed to, as opposed to just sharing the same the same the same amount of followers per week? You know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, no, they'll definitely have to build upon the viewership <clears throat> that they're doing right now. I mean, just leveling it off at what they have at the moment is not good. I mean, it, it is good that they're doing almost a million viewers every single week. <clears throat> but they could be doing better than that. At this point going forward, it should be more about just maintaining their viewership and more about, you know, getting new viewers. That's really the question that you and I have asked many, many times during the show. What can you do to not just retain the viewers you have, which goes for not just AEW, but WWE, Raw, SmackDown, every other company out there. Mm -hmm. What can AEW do? And NXT as well. They're not ex excluded from this. What can they do to bring in new viewers, to entice new people to watch their show, to increase the ratings, not keep them at the level they're at, but continue to build upon what they have. Um, that's the real question. I can't answer that. I may be bringing in more notable names, getting the word out there, which is what they've done successfully in the last three months. Um, they have Jericho. They have Moxley. They have a lot of other notable names on their show. Um, I, I honestly don't know because they're doing, it seems like all the right things. And not everything is perfect about AEW. But at the right. same time, though, uh, when you have like the Nightmare Collective and the Dark Order, which is not everyone's favorite faction, and understandably so, no. um, getting rid of those things is not going to make the ratings go up. So honestly, I really don't know what it's going to take for them to continue climbing in the ratings. I would, I would love to say that I do know, but I don't. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get to a point where the wrestling shows, whether it be Raw, Dynamite, or whatever – are ever going to get back to that point of being, you know, millions upon viewers, you know, millions upon millions of people watching these shows. I don't think we'll ever get back to that point, to be honest with you. Right. No, because, you know, let's play advocate here. If, if I'm AEW and you're TNT and you, you've been watching what, I, what I've been doing for three months, and if you're not going to wait six months or, or if you're not going to wait a year, 
what what stood what stood out the most that made that made you come to me and say you know what we have to re- we have to renew your contract now um we like what you've been doing a b c and d like what 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 do you feel uh, aside from the viewership what do you think tnt liked the most about AEW to, in, in order to make this, make this new contract happen right now I mean, again, the viewership speaks for itself. They're doing not only far above what they were expecting the show to do, but also far better than the WWE show most weeks. Um, they've done a great job of putting on great shows, more often than not, very good pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something different. And honestly, the news isn't just positive for AEW. I think it's very good news for any other wrestling company that's looking to get a contract with a major network like TNT. Mm. If they got booted off TNT within the first year, that would have been terrible news for not just them, but every other company, including WWE, because it makes wrestling on the whole look bad. So the entire, honestly, future of the business, I hate to be you know broad here, but it really does depend on the future of AEW and how well they do. Because mm. if they fail, um, it trickles down to a lot of other different companies, and no one else is going to want to you know, do business with professional wrestling so um yeah what, what what enticed them to do the deal probably just again they're good shows the viewership really speaks volumes the demographics i'm not really big into that stuff but um again that stuff speaks for itself they're doing very well in like our demographic 20s 30s early 40s um i guess nxt sometimes does higher numbers in like the 50s and beyond mm-hmm. but i think tnt is more so focused on our demographic and uh, you know young adults adults whatever as opposed to the older people but um yeah the shows have been going well they've done nothing to you know uh, make tnt think twice about putting them on their network they haven't put on embarrassing shows like for example with fox fox and smackdown smackdown has been no better for the most part than it was on usa network now that it's on fox the show is if anything has actually decreased in quality since they went to fox three months ago and smackdown is being you know wwe is reportedly being paid what a billion dollars um from fox a year or over the course of the next five years for smackdown uh so for them to you know put on the shows that they are that aren't really doing that well i could see fox wanting to say hey we may not want this show on our network past a certain point whereas with tnt it's easily the most watched show on their entire network it has to be and uh, the shows have been good the feedback's been good the viewership's been good so i see no reason why they wouldn't extend the contract I think for me, I think uh, TNT saw the Dark Order and was like, hey, man, we got to get this shit three more years. Oh, 100%. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I mean, first and foremost, man, I, I think it shows that they really believe in, in AEW. They see the, the potential. Um, just like in most cases, whether it's, it's work-related or sponsorship, it's like, you know what, if we show that, if we show that we believe in you now and not do this, you know what, we, we'll do a one-year thing and we'll, you know, reevaluate and see where we go. Now, you talk about four years, at, at least four years of this product on, on TNT on, on, on the national scale. And, then, you know, we always hop around going back um in the day when it you know you compared to nitro and thunder it's like you know nitro was on the air in in 95 i don't know when they their contract got renewed i just don't know but i know that the second show for wcw did not come until three years later with thunder coming in 98 so now when they say a second show is gonna happen um do you think one they'll just put dark on tnt or tbs or two, it'll be a totally different show. And if if that's the case, 
Um, I don't think it'll happen in 2020. I think they should let Dynamite rock out by itself for at least a whole full year before they add a second show. But if the second show is going to happen, when should they do it? And just to just to have fun, what day of the week do you think that they're aiming at? Um, that's the thing. I've heard conflicting reports, like you said earlier, about whether it's dark or not. I would hope that it's dark. I really think it's unnecessary to have a two-hour dynamite. Even if, it's an, even if it is an hour-long show, to have a two-hour dynamite, a now, another hour show, and then an hour dark, that to me just seems like overkill for one company. Like even Impact, which I know is not the greatest comparison, but they would have a two-hour impact. Sometimes another hour show um, is like a fallout thing right after impact or on a different day. That was about it. No other company, I mean, is no, not like, you know, no other companies like AEW. Um, this is probably the closest we've come to having something equivalent to what WCW was back in the day. And even Eric Bischoff has gone on the record many times and saying that the debut of Thunder, which was in uh, uh, a TNT executive idea, not his idea, to put that on the air, that was the beginning of the end for WCW because it was just way too much content. So uh, I, I don't think that's going to be the case with AEW. I think they're a bit smarter with their business and stuff like that at least at this current point. Um, I think it will be dark. I think it should be dark. I mean, dark's not a musty show anyway, but they can make it a more prominent show, put it on the air as opposed to on YouTube. Um, and what day of the week would work? Obviously not Tuesdays. Right. Um, I think that was the original day that they had in mind for Dynamite, you know, earlier last year, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. But because, you know, obviously basketball and stuff like that, it's TNT. They didn't do that because I think they tried to trademark Tuesday Night Dynamite and didn't work. So they went to Wednesday Night Dynamite. Um, so <coughs> obviously not Tuesdays, which is what it's on now. I've seen some people say because I think even AEW had put out a tweet over the last couple of days saying, what do you want the additional show to be, which I would assume it's Stark, and what day would you want it to be it on? I saw a lot of people, honestly, and you may agree with this, Randy, being an old school fan yourself, have it be a Saturday morning show or like a Saturday night show or a mm. Sunday morning show. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, it's better than putting it on, obviously not Mondays because of Raw, Fridays or SmackDown. Right. Um, doing it before or after Dynamite for a three-hour show is, is overkill. Um Thursdays, I don't think would work. I think basketball, I mean, you would know better than I do. Airs on Thursdays on the network, Mm -hmm. so that may not work. Um, It would probably, I think a Saturday morning show would be pretty fucking cool. And they seem to be pretty old school with their thinking. And I think Cody would absolutely entertain that idea. And the rest of the, you know, people in charge there, Tony Khan, the Bucks, whatever, and whoever else. But uh, I think a Saturday morning show for Dark would be perfect, in my opinion. So it, it wouldn't be live, right? You think? No, no, it wouldn't be live. I think they would tape it before, like what they're doing now, they would tape it before Dynamite. So when I went a couple months ago, mm-hmm. what they did, I don't know if they're still doing this, they taped, <coughs> excuse me, one match before Dark, or before Dynamite, for Dark, and then they taped another two more after Dynamite, which to me, just get it all over with before or after the show. Right. To do it, to kind of split it up to me seems like a waste. People were tired by the end of it. It was like a raw taping at that point because they didn't get done till like 11 <laughs> o'clock. But, um... So I would just, yeah, I would tape it with Dynamite. There's no real reason to put them on the road for an additional show if they don't have to. And then just air it on Saturday mornings. Yeah, I think, you know, a couple of old school people uh, on my timeline have said, you know, that doing it on, on Saturday mornings could be a cool idea. Maybe a Saturday night a la like... Um, what WCW did back in the day could be an hour show. I think it's... um. 
to 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 further along the the, the storylines or create storylines or getting more people um some more tv time so because in that two hour time frame there's only so much you can do and then you know we mm-hmm. you know here we we complain you know roll three hours that's too long but then like it's still that third hour does help getting people on tv where dynamite i know is, is still uh still young where they, they they need a third hour but not all in one all in one shot so if they go the route of adding adding the second show i don't watch dark so i have no idea what goes on on dark but yeah. i think it's it'll be an easier transition to say you know what dark is no longer on, on youtube we're gonna bring that to tbs or tnt on, on saturday morning saturday night um so now you you have three hours of total programming for aw and then you still have a whole bunch of hours for wwe during the week so um i mean i'm i can't knock it i i just matter of fact when you think this second show will happen do you think it'll happen in 2020 or do you think that they'll they'll let dynamite rock out by itself for a full year before they they, they do that change I think it could be later this year. Uh, I mean, a lot of people thought they wouldn't be on the air with Dynamite until, you know, 2020. And obviously they debuted in October. So I don't think it's a stretch to say with it being January right now that um, a second show could be on the air by the end of the year, if not by like the summer. I would say early fall is my projection. Yeah. Um, Okay. So congrats to AEW, three-year contract TNT. Uh, We'll see more what happens with that. Also getting a multi-year deal. With AEW was Taz. I did see that right before I got on the air with you. Um, I, I, maybe I didn't read too much into it about what he would be doing, but I was, I'm assuming it, it's a commentating role. Um, don't know whether it's for Dynamite or, or anything else. One, I'm not, well, one, I'm not shocked he'll he, you know he'll be on board because he did a show a couple of weeks ago for AEW. But um, what do you think he does? Does do you think he plans to take over somebody on the dynamite commentating uh, role, or what other role do you think Taz will have? I don't think, excuse me, I don't think Dynamite's the best fit for him. I mean, it could work, but because he has great chemistry with Jim Ross. He's been on the show before, filling in for Tony Schiavone. Um, I don't think they're trying to boot Tony just because he has other commitments and stuff like that. Um, I think a role on Dark regularly would be the best role for him because currently they have mm-hmm. Excalibur doing it and then like a guest commentator. So uh, right. what I would do, I would have Taz be on there with uh, Cole Cabana, who also did a, a quick shot of a show on Dark a couple weeks ago and did very well he's a great commentator too so i would have it be taz and cole cabana doing the second show then leave excalibur exclusively exclusively for dynamite and then um you know do him on dynamite obviously excalibur jim ross tony giovanni that would be my my lineup for the commentators um yeah i well you know glad to got glad to see him back i know he'll he'll do some great things with uh aew i know we mentioned the ratings but i i I do want to ask i know AEW has won, I think, three in a row. But I mean, you, you know, you're, you're you're the fan like me. Has AEW been putting on a better show than NXT the last three weeks? So, what do you make of the 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 the, the gap that AEW has been kind of separating yourself from from NXT? And do you feel like NXT needs to? make a change here and there i don't know what it is but what what makes you think that aw has been getting a higher rating more than nxt the last three weeks 
it's hard to say. <laughs> Maybe just a better show on 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 paper. Honestly, like they they advertise more stuff in advance than NXT does. And the thing is, the quality of shows it goes back and forth. Because last week's show I thought sucked for Dynamite. I thought NXT was far better. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe the ratings will be closer this week compared to last week, and they weren't. Um, it was actually still a very wide margin there between the two shows. Um, as a result of that, I thought, again, NXT had a great show last week, or a pretty good show, not a great show, and the ratings were no different this week. So I'm not really sure. Honestly, I don't know because I thought Dynamite had the better, <laughs> had a much better show this week. NXT was also very good. They were two very, very good shows um, that I enjoyed thoroughly. So um, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really know what the what the reason is aside from just advertising more big matches in advance. Um, they had that big fatal four-way tag team match. They had Moxley versus um, Sammy Guevara. Pack versus Darby Allen. Mm. But you also have to ask yourself, Randy, too, they're right. advertising a lot of big matches in advance here for Dynamite, and they're all very good. But how much longer can they go with these matches? At some point, you're going to hit a wall because you exhausted all options. That's what happened to WCW. I'm not saying they're WCW, but mm. it feels like they're giving away a lot of big matches on their shows. I mean, they're not giving away like Cody and MJF on Dynamite. They're waiting until the pay-per-view for that, obviously, which they should. Um, but even still, though, like in the meantime on Dynamite, they're giving away a lot of big money matches. And the roster isn't that big. So after a certain point, like next week, they're doing Moxley and Pack. You can't really go back to that in the future. I mean, you can, but I don't know. It seems to me like they're giving away a lot of matches on Dynamite. For Jericho, for example, you look at him. He's already in one year <coughs> beaten and faced Kenny Omega. He's faced and beaten Cody. He's faced and beaten uh, Adam Page. He's going to face Moxley in a couple weeks. He's already beaten Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky, and a number of others. Who really is there left to face Chris Jericho for that championship? Or just in general, even after he loses it, what like big money matches do they have left with Chris Jericho? Not many. So like that that's what I'm saying. It feels like they're kind of giving away a lot of big matches really, really soon. And the argument is, oh, maybe they'll build upon their roster mm -hmm. in the remainder of the year, which is true, but doesn't really seem like they're in much of a rush to um, add more people to the roster as of right now. Well, let me ask you this. To play advocate, um, what big money matches are they wasting on Dynamite? Like, like, like someone like me who's, you know, still the casual fan, like what big money match are they giving away now that you might consider to be a big money match? Well, the Rhodes Brothers versus the Lucha Bros. Not like a big money match, but it's a pretty <coughs> big match they gave away for no reason last week on, on Dynamite. For absolutely no reason. There was no reason for that match to happen. Um, anything involving Adam Page and Kenny Omega, they've beaten every tag team in that division. Uh, they did SCU versus the Bucks already. They, they blew that off <coughs> pretty quickly. They did Santana and Ortiz versus the Bucks. They blew that off really quickly. Um, they're doing Moxley and Pack next week. Darby Allen and Moxley, they already blew off. That was really quick. Um, Jericho and Allen. So, again, those are the matches to me that I would have waited on mm -hmm. and not given away so quickly. Well, the fact that, you know, they don't they don't have the monthly pay-per-views either. I think that's um, – I think I, I think Tony Khan said they were going to do four big shows a year. Then you have your little in-betweens. But e even with that, like the last thing they did was Full Gear, right? Yeah, Full Gear was the last pay-per-view. That, yeah, that was in November. That was November. We are in January. So 
I, I think the reason why they're doing the big money matches now because they have so much spare time and it's like all right what do we do to go to go from full gear in november to uh the ne- what uh revolution next month right yep that's on february 29th yeah so you got you got uh, you bro you have a whole nother month and a half <laughs> no no I, I i get it but the thing is is that to I me mean, it's kind of the equivalent do? to nx day and nxt though they don't have that issue and they're really lucky though when you think about it mm. that <laughs> they had the same roster now that they did five years ago they'd be fucked because they would have done all their big matches by now right the thing is they can afford to do that stuff because they're always refreshing their roster because they have to because those people move to different shows you know so, for example, the fact that once they do Cole and Ciampa or Cole and Garga- or, uh, uh, Balor and, and Gargano, whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine because at some point Balor is going to be back on the main roster. Like we don't still see Sammy and Neville and people like that in NXT from five years ago. It's a whole different batch of guys. So they can afford to do the big matches and then have them you know, move on once they've exhausted all options for those people. In Dynamite, we don't have that because it's the same people. Right. Like, for example, it's not Cody's not going anywhere. He's going to be there for the next four or five years, at least you know, until AEW is, is closed down, whatever. He's not going anywhere. He's an EVP. So mm. if you blow off all these big matches with him now, what's left for him to do? Like, that's my question. After he's already beaten and faced Sean Spears, MJF, Chris Jericho, who else is there for him to face? I mean, maybe Kenny Omega at some point, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that's my biggest concern about AEW is that they're going to hit a wall and that there's not going to be many big matches left for them to do. Yeah, I, I think, again, they are still in the the learning phase. Uh, you know, someone like me can critique a whole bunch of shit that they've done. It was like, hey, why? Like, you know, I still don't get why the, the the Cody stipulation with Jericho was already done in two months with like yeah and then I, lose, I I can never go for the title again I'm like really okay um I I, I I I'm still surprised that the the Bucks are not tag champions I'm still uh, like in, in a good way like you know what they're not here to put the belts on them uh but now Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Page are now the number one contenders for the tag belt so we'll, we'll see what happens with that um Kenny Omega himself hasn't really been Kenny Omega prior to AEW to be to be to be honest um, I, agree. I agree so he he's booking himself in a way where you know it's it's it's, it's, it's not going to be about me it's going to be about everybody else which is okay but at some point fans are going to be like all right can we get the real Kenny Omega out here um Cody you know, not a champion, but still in, in, in the spotlight of these uh these storylines. Um and they they've done these little you know, the Darby Allens and um the the kid with the with the the, the fake dinosaur. What what's the fucking kid name? Um Oh Jungle Boy or Jungle Marco Boy. Stunt? Yeah, so they, they 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 do these things once in a while to get on T V and, and, and get that push. But no matter what it is, and I don't know if it's a good or bad thing that the Omega, the Jericho's, Cody, and the Bucks have to be on every single show every week. Like, yeah, no, I agree. With NXT, that, yeah. you can have Ciampa miss a sh- uh, show or two. You can have Finn Balor miss a show or two. Uh, you can have Cole not even wrestle, but he'll, you know he'll be on it. You know here yep. and there. Dynamite, you need those five, six, seven people on every show every single week. 
Yeah, I agree, but it also the issue with that is that again they run through these matches so quickly because mm-hmm. they're wrestling so often. Right. The thing is, is that Omega's been on like every show, like he wrestles every show. Whereas Rio, before a week or so ago, she wasn't on the show for two months. Like, I don't care what the excuse is, dude. I saw people say, no, she was over in Japan, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fuck? She was off the show for two <laughs> months, dude. If that happened with Becky Lynch, oh, my God. Could oh, yeah. you imagine the, the, the backlash yep. that WWE would receive for having their women's champion off the show or Bailey? Oh, my God. But AEW, it's fine. It's okay. You know, Rio's gone for two months. No women's champion. It's okay. The division's not great anyway. It's fine. Like, no. Like, you have to hold them to the same standard. So that, that type of shit pisses me off. Um, I mean, yeah, I think for me, Grant, I think I think you mentioned it. Um, I think what's to, to go to your point real quick about them going, they, they're running through the matches, the, the big money matches like Grant. When I watch a dynamite, my, my biggest gripe is the fact that everything is wrestling. I know it's a wrestling show. But you go right from the right like this this week, right from the right from the gate tag match with no no intros, no nothing, not even a promo. They they they, oh, they go on air and I got four people in the ring already or whatever it was. I'm yep. like, okay. Then right after that, they go do the commercial with 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 the, with the the split screen. Bam, second match. Then a third match. Then a fourth match. Then maybe a, a little promo from uh, um, Joe Janela. Then a fifth match, and it's like yo. Graham, if you know me, I I, I can't. I don't want to watch match at the match at the match at the match at the match. You got to give me a story, a promo. If 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 the Bucks, like you mentioned, don't do the Cody and Dustin and the Lucha match, why not have them do a promo backstage? Do do something where you can kind of further thread the story. Like you know what, in two weeks or you know at, at Revolution. We're going to have the Lucha Brothers against Dustin and Cody. Not do it every single week where I think the, the, the biggest thing for me is their formatting of the show where they rely on the wrestling too much as opposed to NXT. You, you can have a guy miss two, three weeks, still do a promo. You can have like an like a in-ring something, but he's not wrestling. So I think their formatting for me needs to be taken care of going forward. No, I agree. And Gargano has not wrestled. You know how many matches he's wrestled on TV in the last six months? One. That's it. One match. And I know he was hurt for the last two months, but before that, dude, he wasn't wrestling at all. He was perfectly fine. And the show was okay. And he's the face of the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I agree. I don't think you have to have people wrestling in every single show. And Kenny Omega... The issue is he's wrestling in every show, and that's not the reason why he doesn't feel special, but even when he's wrestling every show, he still doesn't feel like the Kenny Omega of old from New Japan from a few years ago. So I don't know what it is they got to fix, but have these people appear less often or not on every show. or It's got to be a good balance because, again, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is on every single week, which is fine, but he wrestles every fucking week. Dustin Rhodes, I think I've seen more matches with him in the last two months than anyone else. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, and the guy's fifty, which is fine, and he's good. But you know, but they got they got to find a balance between that and like Rio, who's not on the show at all in two months. Like mm-hmm. or Jimmy Havoc, where's he been? So they they got to do a better job of that going forward. Yeah, I mean now 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 they had uh, uh, what was it? I was, I was gonna text you. I said, Yo, DDP. I'm like DDP's on my TV, like. What's yeah, going no, on? that did nothing for me. I'm sorry. I thought that was I thought that was dumb as fuck. What's I really did. I thought he did well on Wednesday. You know, more power to him. I love DDP. He's a great guy. Yeah. But uh, 
you know, in the ring, no interest. Absolutely no interest. I thought that segment last week with the butcher, the blade, and all that other shit was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Bro, I have no idea who the butcher and blade is. I don't I have no idea who Good. Who who, <laughs> who the ball headed guy was that joined the the, the nightmare collective. I, I the, the, the thing is they put these people on TV and they expect someone like me to know who they are and I'm like I don't know who this guy bald headed guy with a red dot on his forehead is like I'm supposed to know who he is like I don't care about the, the, the Nightmare Collective I really don't uh, I, as of right now I don't care about the Dark Order I really don't Who uh, you have a whole bunch of people uh, indie guys with masks on and you, you want me to think they're, they're the Ministry of Darkness no I don't know who they are unless you tell me and, and provide more info and and make me uh want to invest sure but right now i don't care about them the only only group right now is the is the inner circle and you know they try to get moxley and i think that went uh, that went a little too long um so he did not join them so at some point you were going to get moxley and jericho for the title which is fine um but i I just like these little things i'm still you know i'm still watching i'm not knocking them but I think there are some little business pieces that, that that they can work on. So and and those are just you know little examples. Yeah, no, there's a lot of little things they need to work on that would make it a better show. I mean, it's good as it is right now, but mm-hmm. like you said, they need to do a better job of making me care about certain characters. The Dark Order, they're doing honestly a better job of that than I thought they would with the vignettes and stuff like that. The Butcher and the Blade, no. who gives a fuck? The Nightmare Collective, who gives a fuck? Like they had that. I don't know if you saw that Luther guy come out a week or two ago. That bald headed guy that wears yeah. the white. Who gives a shit, dude? Who fucking cares? Did you know who he I, was? No, I didn't. I had no idea. No one knew who he was. People were like, oh, that's the Japanese deathmatch legend. If he's such a legend, then how do I have no idea who he is? No clue. Exactly. No, a majority of the audience sat on their hands for that. It went over like a fart in church. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Damn, I had a thought, too, in my head. Yeah, but it's like, I don't care care about those groups. Um, Oh, yeah. So... So what did you make of Bash at the Beach? You know me, I'm I'm, I'm a big name, uh, show name guy. They, I know it's you know it was in Miami. I think there's a part two to it next week on the Jericho Cruise. So we got some matches going on for that. Um, but again, you hear Bash at the Beach, and you're thinking like, all right, something's got to happen. And I don't think anything really happened to to be like, oh wow, this was something like that should be spoken about. So overall what did you make of the show last week which was entitled bash at the beach i thought it was good i like the you know obviously the beach theme they tried i mean it wasn't at a beach it wasn't exactly like the old wcw shows it would have been nice if it was it wasn't unfortunately um but you know they had the beach set kind of it was the same set just with some beach props which was nice um they also had the commentators dress up. You know, Justin Roberts had his Hawaiian shirt on. So I thought it was a nice touch. It would have been nicer if it was at an actual beach, mm. like on a spring break show, like the old WCW shows used to do. Right. That would have been fucking cool. Yeah. But I guess it just wasn't in the uh, wasn't in the cards. But I thought it was it was a very good show overall, though. Nonetheless. Um, one guy who I, I like on the mic is uh, um, is Pac. I think I, I like parking on the microphone. I think he, the way he delivers, you know, his 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 stuff on the microphone is, is pretty good. Um, I, it, it was a thing. He was in the lot the locker room. 
attacking somebody, someone close to Kenny Omega, and then Kenny Omega just took forever to run to the back. You know, that's what it is. And then he came out later on, like, you know, Tony Schiavone interviewed him. And I, I think as far as people who can speak on the microphone in AEW, I think it's only a, hand, uh, a handful of people that can do that. I think Jericho is one of them. I think Cody is one of them. Pac is one of them. Um, I threw Moxley in there, too. Moxley is in there. And who else? Am I, uh, um, MJF. And yeah, obviously, and obviously yeah. MJF. I think that's really it. That, that that can hold their own on a microphone. Am I missing anybody? Um, off the top of my head, I think you named the top five best right there easily. I think those top five really kill it. So 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 when is Swagger gonna wrestle, bro? He's been like a, a fucking security guard for, for three months now. Which is fine though. I think that's a good role for him. I think I think that's a good role for him to have is as a bodyguard. I don't really see the appeal in Swagger as a wrestler, but because he's not he's not a bad wrestler, but I think he's much better off in this role. Mm-hmm. I do think they wait probably until Revolution. I mean, they're gonna have to drag it out another month. Mm-hmm. But they were building towards at one point a week or two ago, Dustin Rhodes versus Jake Hager after Hager um, put him on the shelf with like an arm injury and storyline about a month or two ago. So uh, yeah, I, I could see them building to that for the Revolution pay per view if not doing it before then probably at the pay-per-view though if i had to guess mm-hmm. um now we go to uh nxt a matter of fact so now we have page and omega against scu for the tag titles when next week uh, and, and see and this this is what you're talking about the, the uh, a quote-unquote money match is going to be on dynamite when they can't even spread this out one more month to revolution so i think not having a, a a sort of you don't have to have it like an all-in but if you have like a fighter fest kind of show to 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 kind of further to to further further uh, these these storylines and not wait a whole month i think that's what killed them too so now you have a big title tag team title match next week which is okay but you could save that for another month but i i i'm not sure if they know how to do it or they just saying fuck that we're gonna do it right now yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. I, I would have waited at least another week, but it depends what the end game is here. I mean, if they're building to Page versus uh, Omega one-on-one, then I get it at the pay-per-view. But if not, then this is just a complete waste. Um, I've seen some people say maybe it, uh, Omega and Page win the belts and then defend against the Young Bucks at the pay-per-view. I mean, I guess, but I, I would just have Page turn heel, honestly. I mean, maybe that's you know doing it too quickly, but... I don't really see any real point in having in putting the belts on Page and Omega, who aren't even a real team, when you have ten other teams who aren't doing anything right now because they've had Omega and Page beat everybody. Right. So I don't think that's too smart to be honest with you. They're kind of not ruining their tag team division, but they're not, you know, utilizing them to the fullest because of the story with Page and Omega. So it, it's a weird thing. I think we all know that Page is going to turn heel on them. I would just do it next week or the week after to build the Page and Omega the pay per view next month. And then you're going to have Cody in a cage match against Wardlow. Like, again, I don't know who Wardlow is. Um, I don't care for, for Wardlow. I'm like, I said, <laughs> I said Wardlow or the Warlord? I, I, I got confused real quick. I'm like, uh, okay, I don't care. Because it might now, be the same person. Who knows? Yeah, it might be. Um, but but now it's a stipulation that if, if Cody, if MJF wants, if Cody wants MJF to wrestle him, I'm, I'm assuming at Revolution, Cody has to do these these things. So one, it was, uh, you know, you can't touch MJF until Revolution. Uh, you got to fight in a cage match against Warlow. 
and then you got to take ten whipping lashes on live on TV. I'm like, okay, so you couldn't you couldn't come up with a different third option as opposed to Cody Rhodes getting whipped on national television ten times. Um, so what did you, <laughs> mm-hmm. what'd you make of of that? Those stipulations that Cody has to uh, uh, <laughs> abide by in order in order to to wrestle MJF. I thought it was fine. I think the feud so far has been well done. The mic work's been very good. MJF and Cody are two of the best on the mic right now, as we discussed earlier. Um, I thought Cody's promo was great. The steel. I mean, does it have to be in a steel cage match? Like, no. I, I don't see Cody losing though. That's the weird thing. Like. This Wardlow guy, this is going to be his first match. So to have him debut and lose seems odd. So I, I don't know what that's about. But for the other stuff, for the uh, lashes, I don't <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't mind it. Um, just because I've seen it before done in Ring of Honor. And if done right, it could work because uh, it gives the baby face a lot of sympathy. I don't want to see it all the time. But if they do it in Cody's hometown, which I think they, they're they going to be in pretty soon on Dynamite, then I think it could work. Uh, again, I think this is one of the better stories they're telling right now in AEW because there's not a lot of stories being told, to be honest with you. There's just a lot of a lot of good wrestling, but not a lot of like compelling feuds, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, but I think this is one of them, though. So I like the stipulations, and I'm looking forward to their match of revolution next month. So... Um the Jericho cruise and all this stuff next week. Um, I, I, I could be wrong, but are they going to fight on a boat or some shit like that? Yeah, it's going to be on the cruise. I think they're going to be uh, <laughs> docked in the Bahamas one day. I don't think they're going to tape it there. I think they're going to tape it uh, after they get back from the Bahamas on the cruise itself, which is pretty cool. So I, it's not going to be live, I don't think, obviously. It's going to be uh, – I think on, they're, they're taping it on Tuesday, I'm pretty sure. So it's going to air on Wednesday. Uh. Um, so we got so wow cage on a boat in the Bahamas okay so we got that match the tag title match and I, I you said Pac and Moxie right um yes Pac and Moxley's next okay. week the, the, the steel cage match is not happening next week that's not happening until like a month from now oh, I think. Okay, until, okay, yeah okay. yeah not next Good. week alright so uh, NXT we got like a, a, a DIY sort of reunion um, there's a battle royal to determine the new number one contender for the women's title. That was Baszler, right? She won? No, it was won by... Um, or was it... Um, oh, Bianca Belair. Belair, that's that's what I meant. So, so now you get Bianca Belair and uh, Rhea Ripley for the title. They said when or no? Uh, yeah, take over Portland, which is next month. Ah, Portland. Okay. All right, so uh, what did you make of NXT? What did you make of the semi-reunion between Gargano and Ciampa? Uh, Will it last long? Would it lead into them getting back together officially? Or what do you think they'll, they'll do with that? I thought it was a great show. I really enjoyed the show. I thought the Battle Royal was well done, one of the better Battle Royals I've seen in some time. They told a lot of different stories. A lot of people got the shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had one of their newer girls, Shotzi Blackheart, with the green hair, eliminate Shayna, which was nice. So that was a good touch. Um, Bianca versus Ripley doesn't really do much for me. We've seen the match before. Belair's already gotten her shot many times. Mm-hmm. She is very good, but she seems like the least compelling option right now. It feels like a filler feud before Io Shirai probably gets the shot over WrestleMania weekend. Um, that being said, I thought the rest of the show was very good, too. Uh, the DIY reunion was sick. It's obvious short-lived they're only doing it for the world's collide show ah, which okay. is next week and next saturday 
They're facing uh, Mustache Mountain, which is uh, Trend 7 and Tyler B of uh, NXT UK. So mm. that's going to be a kick-ass match. But, uh, so, yeah, they reunited for that. They uh, also had the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic matches, yeah. which were great. Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne mm-hmm. had amazing chemistry. Uh, we saw the NXT TV debut of Alex Shelley from the Motor City Machine Guns from TNA years ago. He's awesome. I thought that was really cool. He lost, but it was still a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, overall, just a really, really good show. The two hours flew by per usual. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, next week's show, which I think will feature the semifinals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. And then for got what else but they're definitely doing something oh they had a cruiserweight triple threat this week too which yeah, was also good that was so nice too yeah overall it was a very good show so Graham, are you still watching aw first then nxt uh four months into this uh this war no, no i'm switching back and forth so uh, last week it depends honestly what's on tap for the shows dynamite i watched first last week because they had a better card on paper um the show is poop though so i'm like i'm not watching nxt i'm not watching dynamite first this week and i thought nxt had more you know potential to be to be better anyway mm-hmm. based off what they advertised in advance so i watched nxt first and uh dynamite was a great show too and i'm glad i watched nxt first so usually i go back and forth um every other week it's usually nxt first one week and then dynamite and then the following week it's dynamite first and then nxt usually i go back and forth to try to be mm-hmm. as impartial as i can right um i think for me like i think this this wednesday i was i was working uh at a basketball gym and i happened to have the ipad with me and the phone so i said boom while I, while I, while i do these basketball games i had i think i had aw on, on the ipad i had nxt on the phone or vice versa so I'm kind of watching both at the same time because honestly, Graham, the last month, the, the last month or so, I haven't really been up, uh, up to date with you know Raw, the SmackDown, NXT, AEW. I finally did before I, I, I did the show, so I, I did catch up. But thing is, I don't watch it live, and when I tape it, it'll be like a week later. Then I'm like, you know, right? Okay, why watch it now when AEW's tonight anyway? So I kind of skip it. So you know, I think. For me to 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 continuously watch it every week, I gotta watch it like at the same time on the same day, like on the phone, iPad, and, and shit like that. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we got the Rumble coming up. Uh, for those who don't know, the the Royal Rumble is coming up in about a week and a half, two weeks. Um, I think the main things from that, I get into some other stuff uh, before we wrap it up in a bit. But Brock Lesnar will be in the Rumble. Uh, I, I guess that was breaking news a week and a half ago. Not only in it, but he'll be coming in at number one. And you know, f- you know, the rumble was made to the winner of the rumble goes on to the WrestleMania to to battle for the championship. But now, Brock Lesnar is the champion in the rumble, and he's not defending defending the title. That only means one thing, that Brock Lesnar will not win the Rumble. I think those who are smart out there would know that. It's just a matter of who throws him out, and I think whoever throws him out will be uh, getting Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So, Graham, I think you would agree with that, right? No, I agree. That's, that's my mindset, too, yeah. Okay, so now, one... How long does Brock last? Is he, the, is he the final four? Is he the final two? Um, and then who are the top three, five people to throw him out and to say, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Brock and this guy at WrestleMania for the title. 
honestly, yeah, I think it'd be a waste if they didn't have him go all the way till the end. I would have him be in there till at least the final four. I'd be shocked if it was any earlier than that. But um, so who is it? I mean, I would love it to be someone like in you know like a Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. or an Alistair Black or someone from NXT like a Matt Riddle or a Keith Lee even. More likely, who's it going to be? Probably Cain Velasquez to set up a rematch for WrestleMania, which I fucking hate the idea of because uh, that first match was very disappointing and the feud wasn't great. So, God, I hope not. But I would love it to be someone like Drew who goes on to win the whole thing and uh, faces Brock at WrestleMania. I feel that he's ready for that spot. So, uh, if Cain Velasquez wins the Rumble, uh, are you already putting him as the worst <laughs> the worst person to win the to win the Rumble? I think so. I mean, I think Roman might be another choice that would be the worst choice, just because we know we're getting Roman and Wyatt at WrestleMania. That's not the issue. I mean, I don't love the match, but it makes sense. I get it. Whatever. But if you really want to ruin Roman Reigns' momentum right now and all the goodwill he's built back up with the fans over the last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, having him win the Rumble would be a good way of doing that. Because, you know, the people would poop all over him if he did. A lot like they did five years ago when he won the Rumble the first time. So um, I would not have him win the Rumble. I think that would be insanely stupid. Instead, I think Kane might be even worse because even less people would care. Um, I think it would be more silence than anything, which is even worse, honestly. Um, So I would have him beat Drew. I would have Alistair as a dark, dark horse. But, like, Drew... uh, Drew, honestly, it really should be Drew McIntyre. Like, Kevin Owens would be cool, Samoa Joe, but I got to go Drew McIntyre right now. Well, I, I think if Roman wins the Rumble, I I would assume he would pick Bray Wyatt, right? I mean, obviously, he has to, yeah. Okay, so now you uh, if that happens, then you need someone to get Brock. Um, hmm. Do you want to see Cain Velasquez and Brock? Do you want to see Brock and Drew McIntyre WrestleMania main event? Um, I don't think anybody else is out there. I mean, yeah, there's Kevin o- Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe's of the world um, from the raw from the raw roster. Randy Orton, AJ Styles. I don't. I think Brock being in it, but not like if he was defending defending the title, it'd be different. But the fact that he's going to be in there and be number one and now because I think even the chamber match, the chamber pay-per-view the, the month after can also dictate who gets the title shot for the SmackDown uh, Bray Wyatt or for Brock. So yes. You, you yep, still, still had that as well. So let's say yep. Kane is in, the, in, in the, the, the chamber and he wins the match. And then, he'll, then he'll get Brock. Um, I think it'll be very interesting to see where they go. Does, okay, does Brock win the Rumble? Any chance Brock wins the Rumble? Would you uh, want that? Would you Brock? Want I mean, that? I guess it, it would. Yeah, he could. Yeah. I don't think he will, but he definitely could. Absolutely. So, but you think if him winning it, it negates the whole thing about the winner of the Rumble goes on to WrestleMania for the for the title. Well, I mean, he could face Wyatt in a, in a unification match, but that would be insanely nah. stupid. So I don't see. That's why I don't see it happening. <laughs> Uh, okay, so are you a fan of Brock being in the Rumble number one and two being being number one? Yeah, I am a fan of it. I, I like the idea. It's something different. I wasn't really sure how to feel of it, how to mm. feel about it when it was first announced last week. <laughs> Excuse me, but it was something that we've never seen before. Right. Um, there wasn't really anyone else who would have made sense to face Brock for his championship at the Rumble. So why not just skip that entirely and just put him in the Rumble? 
it prevents, you know, or rather provides a lot of possibilities with Lesnar or dream matchups, dream confrontations. Mm. You know, you could see AJ back in the ring with Brock. You could see Kofi get his revenge on Brock. You yeah. could see, yeah. you know, Nakamura and Brock. You could see Brock and Bobby Lashley finally. There's a lot of possibilities there uh, with returning superstars. That's a that's that's a possibility too. Um, so yeah, I, I I love the idea of Brock being in the Rumble at number one, and whoever's going to be number two is going to have their work cut out for him. I don't think it's going to be a Matt Riddle, and if it is, be careful what you wish for because I think there's a very real possibility, dude. I'm going to call it right here on your show that it's going to be. Matt Riddle number two, and then he gets chucked out in ten seconds just to fuck with all the fans in attendance and just to get heat on Brock, and it would make Matt Riddle look like the biggest loser. So I think there's a very real possibility of that because I think that Brock is going to go in there and kill everyone for at least twenty minutes, if not, you know, if not more than that. So um, whoever is in number two is going to get chucked almost immediately. So I, I like the idea. Maybe it'll backfire. Maybe it turns out to be shit. And the entire rumble sucks. Who knows? But so far, I like the idea and what it might mean for the match if done properly. So as of right now, they haven't stated that NXT is going to be a part of the rumble. I, I would assume that they will be. But if they if they have NXT guys in the rumble, who are the guys you see them like Keith Lee? Adam is Adam Cole in it? Is Finn Balor in it? Is Matt Riddle in it? Who else? There's a lot of people, like I said, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, like you just said. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of different people, too. Ciampa would be cool to see in there. Uh, Velveteen Dream, very big possibility of that. I'm not sure what his status is. He's been hurt now since September. Mm -hmm. um, he was someone I wanted to see in the last year. He wasn't in there. But NXT will absolutely be in the Rumble. I'd be shocked if they weren't. They always are. I don't think there's been a Rumble in the last five to six seven years that they weren't in mm -hmm. uh you know alistair black pete dunn johnny gargano were all in it last year the year before that we had adam cool and andrade the year before that ty dillinger the year before that Sami Zayn. so there's a lot of nxt people that are almost always in the rumble every single year 2015 might have been the only rumble since 2013 that we haven't had an nxt star in the rumble right. um but anyway, aside from Riddle, Lee, uh, Ciampa, like I said, Velveteen Dream, keep an eye out for. I'm trying to think of big names from the show. Gargano was in the last year. That'd be cool to see him again. But, um, God, I don't know. I'm trying to think of people on the show that would be, like, really cool to see in the match. Uh, I can't think of many other names off the top of my head. But th those names, Riddle, Lee, keep an eye out for them and maybe Ciampa, too. Because he's never coming to the main roster, he said. But yeah. a Rumble one-off is not out of the question. So no Adam Cole. Maybe. I mean, he was in it two years ago. Um, Andrade was in it two years ago as the NXT champion. So um, Cole could be in it, but I, I wouldn't put him in there because I wouldn't make him look weak. Mm. Um, I mean, Andrade was in it the day after having that amazing match with uh, Gargano and TakeOver Philly. Right. So, I mean, I guess he could be. Um, I don't foresee that happening, though. No, maybe Walter. Walter's another guy I could see being yeah. in there as well. Yeah, Walter. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who was. Pete. Pete Dunn could be in it. Pete Dunn. Uh, who else do they even have in NXT? I'm trying to think of who else they have on the show. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Finn Balor as an NXT superstar, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be interesting to see how this whole Rumble thing plays out, man. You know, because you know the Rumble just the beginning of uh, the, the the shit talking, and everybody got their thoughts and opinions. And oh man, this guy should have won the Rumble, and you know who's gonna be number thirty, and that's gonna be the special thing, or is, is somebody coming back? And you know, you got like these 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 um these uh 
Big Show returning and the, and the John Morrison and Sheamus and the, you know me as a fan. Um, I, I I I just wasn't a fan of how they they brought back John Morrison. Um, I mean, for 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 the time being, like even Big Show and Sheamus, like well, why not have them appear at the Rumble? Why not have John Morrison reappear at the Rumble? Why have Big Show do a return uh, on Raw? Um, why Sheamus do a return on SmackDown the way he did? When I know he's been out for a few months, Big Show has been out for almost a year. John Morrison hasn't been in there for like eight years, and they all come back nonchalantly. I don't know. Big Show came with in that that, that six man tag, and I was. It was cool, but I think a bigger pop would have been him at the Rumble. It's the same for Sheamus and and definitely for John Morrison. I have no idea why, you know, you sign him and then you you break the news on the bump, a show that I don't even watch, um, and you have him in the dressing room consoling whatever the the, the Miz, and that's the first time you see a John Morrison on on, on TV. In, in the fucking dressing room Then he does Miss TV The following week And now he's kind of Thrown into this program With the New Day And then Miz Just forgot about What his program With Bray Wyatt And you know His, his kids So it was like The way they've been doing this Is kind of is, is funky I don't understand it But For me man if, if you have Three potential Big returns Not one of them Makes a return at the Rumble. I mean, yeah, you, they might be they might be in the Rumble now, but it's not that. Oh shit, Big Show. Oh shit, Sheamus. Oh shit, John Morrison. Like, wow, you kind of lost all that buzz for all three guys. Um, I I agree and I disagree with Morrison. I think they wanted to bring it back the way they did because they wanted to do Miz and Morrison versus New Day at the pay per view. So because of that, I think that's why. I don't think he's going to be in the Rumble like that one. I think he's going to be in a tag team title match with the New Day and along with the Miz. Um, Big Show. Honestly, I'm glad he got brought back on Raw. I like Big Show. It's cool to see him back. He's obviously only brought back for the uh, for this little mini feud going on right now with Owens and Joe and Rollins and AOP. Mm-hmm. So he's only really around for that. So I, I get why they brought him back on Raw. I don't think I honestly would have cared much if he was in the Rumble because we know he's not going to win. It's the fucking Big Show. So if they brought him back again in the Rumble, which they've done before. I, I just probably would have rolled my eyes. I think it's a waste of a spot for the big show. Mm. For Sheamus, I agree with. Um, but they were already doing the vignettes for weeks, like dating back to November. So I guess you could have had him made his first appearance back in the Rumble, but maybe they didn't want to wait that long. So I don't know. Um, he probably won't wrestle till the Rumble. He probably will be in the Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Um, but at the same time, though, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I could I could see him. And I could see your point about him being saved for the Rumble. Um, I've heard a lot of speculation about Edge. There was a very real possibility of that happening for whatever that's worth. Um, he returned in the Rumble 10 years ago and won the whole thing. I don't think he's going to win, but I think there's a very good chance we see him next Sunday. Uh, Jeff Hardy could be brought back. Uh, I don't think Lars Sullivan's ready to come back anytime soon, but there's a lot of people that could be back in the Rumble next weekend. Um, in addition to the people they already brought back in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just felt like I know John Morrison is not the biggest name in the world, but I just feel like for if you want that impact of somebody who's been gone for five plus years, um, like you said, he, he he's not winning the Rumble, so why waste it there? I do get that point, but at the same time, it's like all right, now you just, you're just gonna throw him in the midst together um, to get the new day, 
and it's like my thing is I don't mind it I don't mind it happening like why is it happening so fast right now like Miz just got off the the Bray Wyatt stuff with the you know the, the kids and the picture in the crib and and he 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 just forgot about all that. Now he's like, oh, Morrison back. My new, you know, my my best friend is back, and now I'm mad at Kofi Kingston. And it's like the transition was so quick. Now you get Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt at the Rumble, cool. But now Miz just totally forgot about why not? Why not Morrison come in to help Miz get at Bray Wyatt? Why is it thrown into a, a wrestling angle with the New Day? That that's all I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. The, the transition was weird, but they are the end game. I think will be worth it with Miz and Morrison versus New Day, which is worth it. Which is worth it. That a SmackDown tag team division needs some help, and I think that feud can really help with that. But uh, you know, we'll see what they do tonight. Morrison's back in the ring on SmackDown tonight for his first match on WWE TV since 2011, which is cool so against Big E. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I you know the the early beginnings to it were kind of weird, but I do think it'll end up being worth it with what they have in mind for. Uh, for the new day in Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. Well, Graham, just, just the fact that do you think that that they they don't look at the pay per views and the impact on a pay per view as big now that it once was? Where you know, with the whole ratings and the Sm- and the SmackDown being on Fox, and you know, it, they want more people to watch. They feel like we're going to give away these big returns and these big matches on prom time television as opposed to going on the network for for the for the for the big show what do you think yeah i think there's a very good chance of that yeah definitely i mean again with with rumble season coming up too i wanted to mention this that there's so much that could happen between now and wrestlemania that i'm excited too i think a lot of people maybe you're going to get to this early you know later but does it feel like rumble season in my opinion i think it does i'm looking forward to it i completely forgot the rumble was the next sunday until i realized that yesterday um i think they could do a better job of hyping it up but there's so much that can happen that it's 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 hard to say right now what they might do with people like morrison and sheamus and people like that but it will be very exciting come you know come come the road to wrestlemania which kicks off next weekend um real quick uh your boy buddy murphy joined seth rollins in the aop i know that happened while we were off for the holidays, so Seth is with AOP, but now Buddy Murphy is kind of in the mix. Um, he was going back and forth with Alistair Black for a little bit. So, again, Graham, why should I care that Seth Rollins, the AOP, and Buddy Murphy are now together in this stable that we don't know the name the, the name of it? <laughs> I mean, they're being positioned as the top heel faction on Raw. So, I mean, that's one reason I care. I, mean, I, don't, think they have to, I don't think they have to have a name, but I think it's a good spot for Murphy to be in. He's really talented. Um, he's just really, really fucking good. And I'm glad they're finally using him in some meaningful capacity. So, we'll see what they have in mind for it. But, um, you know, again, there's so much that can happen between now and then. They could end this next week if they wanted to. You never know. But I think with Murphy, though, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in mind because the matches with Black were really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I'd have him a so I'd rather have him associated with Rollins and AOP than have him floundering on his own, which is probably what he'd be doing coming off the losses to uh, Aleister Black. And then on the flip side, you have a heel, a heel, uh, uh, a babyface kind of faction with Reigns and the Uso. So, <laughs> uh-huh. yep, yep. Um, anything else I'm missing? I, I, I did have a few things, but uh, I think we can hold off for for next week. Anything else from the Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT? Anything outside the ring that should be mentioned? 
I think we kind of covered everything. Yeah, the Rumble's next weekend. Raw and SmackDown have been better, I will say that. Maybe not exact. Maybe not exactly. Excuse me. Must see. But they've been they've been good. They've been better. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to. It. I'm looking forward to the Rumble next weekend. It should be great. The Worlds Collide Show coming up next Saturday is going to be awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, they have DIY versus Mustache Mountain. They have Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Imperium versus Undisputed Era is going to be great. Also, check out the NXT UK Takeover Blackpool Two Show from Sunday. Um, I know a lot of people don't watch NXT UK, but that Takeover was fucking fire. It was a great, great mm-hmm. show. <laughs> so that's my one suggestion for the week this week for everyone to uh, check out that one show from a couple days ago because they did a really really good job with it last one what did you make of um the miz and cm punk going at it on twitter i think uh last week uh it was a little uh (laughs) embarrassing i guess maybe for punk i just thought that was really unnecessary miz was obviously kidding so Mm -hmm. i thought (laughs) that's always been the case with punk he's always taking things too seriously so i can't say i'm surprised but i thought it was uh a bit, a bit extreme to say the least. Yeah, I just don't think he likes the Miz. <laughs> I don't think he ever has. Yeah, nah, never. Uh, Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, fan sided DDT. Find him on Twitter at Russell Rant. Uh, great work that he does he, uh, day in day out. Uh, you can find the show on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, t-shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cruise Control. Graham, my man, always appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Have a great, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, I'm dying here as we go. Feel Thanks, better, Randy. Man. Have a great one. I'll talk to you next week. No problem, man. Feel better too. Appreciate it. You as well. All right.